0: prepare at last is we your
1: behavior is your deserve so still you in even my sight you are most welcome to tribulation Farce, the left behind podcast I am your host, Tim Lanning, and joining me is Jennifer Cheek.
2: Hello, everyone.
1: This is our finale of the very first book, Left Behind. Is it The Left Behind or Left Behind? I should probably know that.
2: uh, It's just Left Behind. It's Left Behind, A Novel of the Earth's Last Days.
1: A Novel of the Earth's Last Days. Jennifer, can you do me a flavor? Yeah. And read the final sentence of the book, please.
2: (laughs) You got it. The task of the Tribulation Force was clear, and their goal, nothing less than to stand and fight the enemies of God during the seven most chaotic years the planet would ever see. Okay. Now that is an ending, Now sentence. that's an ending. I, I did, I was begrudgingly to myself, "What? that's a good ending.
1: That ending whips ass. Yeah, um,
2: a lot of the, honestly, a lot of things about this section whip ass.
1: <laughs> we get a lot of uh, answered questions
2: we here. Get, we get an execution. We
1: get a double execution. <laughs> execution <laughs> yeah this
2: great is a double execution we
1: get um mind powers on full display yes
2: yes we get another person friggin saved to the Lord thank God thank God, thank God.
1: so as we are the tribulation farce it is our job to rally against the forces of God
2: that's right we're on <laughs> We are the forces of Satan. <laughs>
1: uh, I don't I don't believe in Satan, Jennifer. So I don't mm. want to fight. I don't want to use the tools of my enemy to he, fight them.
2: He's real in my heart. Mm. Uh, I believe in the concept of Satan. So. I believe
1: in an adversary.
2: In the adversary. But okay, like, I getting... don't think it's a guy. What if he's just a guy? I am a f- <laughs> he's just a red guy with horns and a little tail.
1: There is no Satan, but if there is a god, he's the devil.
2: Whoa. I feel like Nietzsche something, says something, like something, something like that. probably like Drill.
1: <laughs> or Drill. It's it's hard to understand the difference between philosophers that lived 100 years ago yeah. or Drill. Is
2: this Descartes or is it Drill?
1: <laughs> I mean, who's the same?
2: Nietzsche? Well,
1: I can't believe we're, we're finally here. At the know. end of the first book, it took us... Not that long, it felt no,
2: it No, it's 13 episodes. Yeah. Like, that's your like, Number one, love that it, it ended up the 13th episode. Very funny to mm-hmm. me. Um, number two, yeah, it really did not take very long at all. It's crazy.
1: While we're here, before we jump into whatever chapter it is we're starting with this week, uh, I think we have a couple fun announcements. Yeah. Today is the 12th of November, 2022. Mm-hmm. Our final episode releases tomorrow on the 13th. Oh, The
2: 13th episode on the
1: 13th? 13th episode <laughs> on the 13th day of the 13th
2: month. This is Satan's podcast. This is Satan's
1: podcast. It should um, be
2: 666. I mean, that'll come up later. That'll that, come up yeah.
1: Later. Well, uh, as such, we're waiting six months or like eight <laughs> months to release the next episode. Uh No. So that means a couple things. That means we're going to take a little break in between the books in order to do – Some research in Uh order to uh collate some information and, most importantly, to explore different content within the Tribulation Farce Zone. Yes. So, Jennifer, what are some of these wonderful things that you got planned?
2: Okay. Well, number one and most important, you know we're going to watch the first Left Behind movie with Kirk Cameron in it. Oh, hell yeah. We
1: have to. Oh, hell yeah. After
2: finishing the book, like – What else are we supposed to do? We got to watch it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm very curious to see how much of the first book that first Left Behind movie covers. Me
2: too. Like, does he get to Carpathia with a gun? I hope so. Will we see it? I don't know. I don't remember. I hope so. Um, And then second, I am working on an episode talking about the book of Revelation and Mm -hmm. giving some more historical context to it, like how the book was put together, like how people have interpreted it through time. Uh, so that's going to take me a little bit more time. That's, like, real research instead of, like, <laughs> reading, just reading Left Behind. So th- those two things for sure I know I'm working on. Um, I have so many ideas for things I want to do in the future. I would love to do, like – I want to do a whole episode on the uh, takeover of the Southern Baptist Convention by the conservatives. Yeah. Because – it's way more relevant to this stuff than it seems. It, yeah. like, directly leads to this happening.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um
2: And, like, probably do, you know, more research about these assholes that, like, wrote this book and the people they were friends with.
1: Right, because they are friends with explicitly the people that the Antichrist is friends with, and yet they don't really put two and two together when they're, like – Right! Like
2: – Exactly. Yes, yes. Tim LaHaye, like, the stonables of the world, You you're hanging out with them. <laughs> That is – like, you – again, t- remember, Tim El-Hay? Big buds with, like, Ronald Reagan and all that crew. Yeah. Like, they very much set it up so that Ronald Reagan won his election.
1: Which is fun to think about. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing, too, is our Patreon is going yeah. to be launching on the 20th. Uh, we'll have a, a week – after this episode drops and then our patreon will launch and we're planning on having a uh, a bonus episode where you get to basically watch the left behind movie with Kirk Cameron mm-hmm. along with us mm-hmm. and we're going to release on the main feed for free um our kind of thoughts yeah. on that that movie
2: a, a postmortem, if you will. A
1: postmortem, But if you want to be able to Mystery Science Theater 3000, Riff Track style, on the count of three, hit play, mm-hmm. um, um, uh, watch lawn movie style, uh, that's what will be on the Patreon. Uh, along with uh, other fun stuff. We have a lot planned for it. And as we've talked about before, it's a good excuse to help support this Tribulation Farce mm-hmm. show. But on top of that, it's to help Jennifer and I carve out all the fun content for which we like to do. So we're going to have a Discord, which everyone can hang out with, offer suggestions, and talk about the various things that we podcast about. I think it's pretty obvious, based off all the podcasts we do, what sort of topics and fun (laughs) things we can Mm -hmm. get into there, because it's not just going to be a tribulation farce Patreon, but also, it, you know, it is, it is, it is. It's isn't, like, it know. is,
2: but it's also like whatever we're watching. So I'm like, obviously we're going to be talking about Andor when it finishes, yeah. for instance.
1: Anime. Yeah.
2: I'm going to make Tim watch horrible lifetime movies. Mm-hmm. He's going to love it. He's going to love it so much.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to be fun. So patreon.com slash content hall and stay tuned for that. Uh, we'll, we'll be, uh, updating the socials and things like that. Yeah. Should we freaking chapter 24 ah! it right up? <laughs>
2: Let's do it. So Buck is hanging out in the Chicago Bureau, just thinking. He's thinking about his article that he's doing on the disappearances. He's thinking about Carpathia because he's starting to be like, "Mm, he might be the baddie, I think.
1: Right. And because he was explicitly warned, remember, by Bruce, do not go to Carpathia because he's going to use his mind powers on you. He's
2: going to. To yeah, he's gonna do like wow 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 with his eyes and make you become the child of Satan.
1: And hearing this, I'm like, come on, Bruce. There's no way it's gonna explicitly be like that. <laughs>
2: turns out turns the person out. who wrote this book <laughs> knows what's gonna happen later. Like,
1: yeah, <laughs> it's literally weird.
2: Exactly what happens. Yeah,
1: so he's super super stressed out about all of it, and I can't blame him. You know? He's
2: going through a real dark night of the soul right now because yeah. he's like he like basically. Knows that he needs to get saved, but he's, like, not (laughs) there yet. Yeah. he hasn't, like, gotten himself ready for it. And again,
1: if you replace, like, accepting the Lord Jesus Christ into your heart with, I don't know, studying the final spell from the the elven runes, then it's kind of an interesting idea, you know? You gotta shod yourself with the mystical powers so that the the Antichrist... Doesn't freaking control you.
2: Yeah, so that he can't hypnotode you. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, he, he ends up chatting to Steve, his old boss, who is now the press secretary for Nikolai Carpathia. Uh
1: huh. Very strange chunk. Uh,
2: and remember that Steve had been like, hey, Buck, can you bring Hattie to the meeting that we have with Carpathia?" Mm-hmm. And like the way they talk about this is just so weird. This like,
1: one is a lot more lascivious.
2: It is! Like, it's very, very <laughs> much painting it as, like, Buck being a pimp. Yeah. By bringing Hattie Yeah, Steve's there. just like,
1: what are you, prude? Carpathia wants some pussy. And Buck's <laughs> like, that's not my job. He's like, come <laughs> on, don't be a little pussy. <laughs> I'm
2: not the pussy wrangler! <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's like, you would have done it before. It's like, I don't want to do it now. What are you talking about? I don't Steve's like, her.
2: fine, I'll be the pussy wrangler. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. Gladly. Uh, Buck does still want to do an exclusive with Carpathia though, because
1: it would be foolish of him to avoid it, it right? Because he's still in charge of whatever his paper is called, Global Weekly, yeah, and he needs to have
2: these big ass scoops, yeah. And he's writing, he's writing in an article right now, yeah. He's got to talk to him, yeah. Buck asks Steve, "Have you run into any schools of thought that link him to end times events in the Bible?" Steve Plank did not respond. <laughs> this part was so awkward and weird. It was like yeah. every time Buck would ask a question, Steve's just like literally not talking. Yeah. It's <laughs> he, <laughs> like the three dots. He does it like
1: five times. <laughs> yeah. And then finally Buck is like, all right, is he the Antichrist? And then <laughs> Steve is quiet for 20 seconds and is like,
2: yeah, like Buck literally is like, I'm gonna wait him out. I'm, gonna, wait him I'm out. gonna count and see how long he doesn't talk. It's
1: very much like, I feel like you're you saying he's not the Antichrist <laughs> is a big red flag. <laughs>
2: You've kind of answered the question by not answering the question. Steve, why can't
1: you lie?
2: Yeah, just say no. (laughs) What
1: the fuck? We're exploring all possibilities right now. We're not really ready to talk about that. Oh,
2: I hadn't heard that. Huh, that sounds wacky. (laughs) But I guess the the thing is, is that Steve genuinely does care for Buck. And he's like, dude, no.
1: (laughs) Unfortunately, (laughs) the vibe that I got is that Stonagall... Nikolai and Steve had a conversation, which was, "Hey Nikolai, <laughs> you're the Antichrist. You're like from the Bible, you're by the, the way. Antichrist,
2: right? Steve,
1: are you okay with being the press secretary to the literal?" biblical antichrist like it's, i guess he's
2: like hell yeah I sure this. baby this is this is an honor this is what i gotta assume people who like are like the press secretary for like trump yeah ronda like, Sanders. they're just like yes let me sign this deal with the devil let I'm me ready. tell
1: you first this i is, did it deny this, it
2: this is gonna turn out super great for my career for sure historically I mean,
1: michael cohen's doing great oh is he <laughs> i don't know is he on dancing <laughs> the stars i, I can't i even.
2: thought he was in jail oh. But <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Uh So, yeah, basically, Steve keeps not responding to Buck when he keeps asking, is corporate the yeah. Antichrist, in, like, different ways. But then finally, he says... Buck,
1: I have a two-word answer for you. Are you ready? I'm ready. Staten Island. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which of course is... A little friend of ours got pushed off the Staten Island Ferry.
2: Remember Eric Miller? He Eric just Miller. He fell off the Staten Island Whoops. Ferry um, because uh, I assume Carpathia blew breath out of his mouth and it just blew him right off the ferry. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so Steve is saying, if you don't want to be like Eric Miller and be murdered, shut the fuck up and don't ask about the biblical antichrist. Don't We're ne- not talking about that yet.
2: I never want to hear that again.
1: <laughs> hey, can I say something off the record under an NDA? And in, in three years, we will be announcing the yes. Antichrist, but right now we're not quite ready we're
2: for it. We're not that. at that part of our plan yeah. yet.
1: It's a, uh, it's so cartoonishly silly.
2: It's really, there's like a lot of very cartoonishly silly things yeah, in this chunk.
1: Steve kind of implies it's not safe to talk about it here.
2: Well, like, right, because he's he's talking like their phone is bugged.
1: Right. But is the, By con- who? <laughs> but, well, I don't know, but like, Who's gonna be mad if he says, no, he, what are you talking about? Yeah, Buck, exactly. He, yeah, like, 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 why would he not gaslight Buck into like, what's next? Are you gonna ask him if he's the boogity
2: man? Yeah, he should, absolutely. That is the, that is the way you do it, right. folks. You gaslight them.
1: Gaslight them. You're deny, like, deny, no, deny, gaslight. But again, this is not, as much as we love Nikolai, he's not really written to be, uh, not the Antichrist, all things
2: considered. He's very written to be the Antichrist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, It all these things have to kind of line up and be very, very explicit. And Mm -hmm. this is the penultimate chapter. So it, we gotta, we gotta ratchet up those stakes. So even though this is like extremely goofy. The point is, we need Buck to be having extreme diarrhea before he goes into the meeting.
2: Well, they succeeded in that for sure. <laughs> uh, so they then go into this, like, coded conversation. Yeah, right. That's, like, really badly coded.
1: It's so stupid. Like, like it's hey, very are, we, co- are, we, are we, are we bugged? Yeah. Do you work for the Romanian businessman? Like, who
2: the <laughs> fuck else do you think that is? Like, it's, Obviously about Carpathia, you dummy. He's
1: so fucking stupid.
2: <laughs> but regardless, Buck is still like, mm, I'm not sure if he's saying he's working for Carpathia or ultimately working for Stonegal, and Stonegal is the one that's like pushing stuff.
1: Yeah, cuz I wasn't I don't re- remember, but it sounds like Stonegal is also a Romanian businessman. It, is
2: he? Like I don't feel like that ever came up.
1: Well, because Buck goes do you work for the Romanian businessman? And then Steve goes, of course. Uh, Buck nearly kicked himself. That could be either Carpathia or Stonegal.
2: Yeah, I guess it must be, but I'm like, I don't feel like, I thought he was American.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's not British because that's the other Catherine or whatever his name is, yeah. is British. I don't, I guess Stonegal is Romanian. I guess. Really weird.
2: I, I don't feel, I really, I Can swear. Can I it? Is
1: there a re- stuff- Left Behind oh wiki? Oh my god, you
2: know there's a Left Behind wiki? I've definitely looked at it before. <laughs> it definitely exists. Um, but, and there's no
1: spoilers for him anymore, so it's, I'm fine Well,
2: it. yeah, except for the people listening to this who don't know what's going to happen.
1: Well. That haven't I've, read it. <laughs> it's not a spoiler because they're listening to this episode.
2: I know. Well, guys, you just, oh, you just wait. You just wait.
1: <laughs> Leftbehind.fandom.com.
2: We'd love to see it.
1: Nationality, Caucasian, American.
2: Yeah, that's not like doesn't mean any sense i mean i guess unless you're interpreting romanian businessman as a man who does business with romania i yeah i don't i don't
1: hey jerry got a couple notes here Jerry, not very clear not very clear yeah
2: i've got some um some notes on these two chapters about clearness
1: um yeah there's a few parts that are confusing and you're not a very good writer sometimes but you're efficient and i respect that
2: and you and like we said at the top you did end the book on a banger.
1: Yeah. So. Absolutely. Give you that. Absolutely.
2: Um, <laughs> so th- when Buck is trying to have this coded combo about like, Oh, is it the Romanian businessman? Then he says, Vince <laughs> Steve says, my boss moves mountains, doesn't he? <laughs> Oh, and I forgot. Buck is like writing notes to himself during this whole thing, and it's like him like writing like Carpathia question mark, (laughs) and he literally when when Steve is like he moves mountains, Buck circles Carpathia on his notes.
1: It's so cartoonish, like it's a very bad Lifetime Uh, reporter thing. Like Buck has an incredibly good memory. Why does he have to write down Carpathia in times Antichrist and circle it? It's I so
2: silly. lost my shit. And that's why I was like, this, this maybe is the the name of this episode.
1: Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer and I, we, we sat on in our living room. We did. And we, uh, uh, drank our coffee, uh, ate our Euro burger and French fries. Mm, I didn't well, have well that. I did. I didn't know. Uh, that. and read these together. And I was a little bit ahead of her because she was bouncing all around and looking at other things. And uh, she laughed at this part, and I laughed at a part that references this later, and it was really – it was funny timing it on It was. That part. We
2: were just both kept giggling while we were reading thought, it. We
1: thought – Jennifer's like, oh, you must be laughing at the same thing. I'm like, no, I'm actually laughing to, weirdly, something directly related, related to this. Because, again, remember, he says, my boss moves mountains, doesn't he? Which is a coded yes. message for the Carpathian Mountains. And so he's like, oh, he's just saying Carpathian Mountains, Carpathia. Got it. Time to scribble.
2: Right. Um, It just the way that this is makes me think so much of Q. The mm. like Carpathia in times, Antichrist. <laughs> like just like asking questions. Oh yeah. Like like, like <laughs> making weird connections.
1: Yeah. If Steve started like referencing like Aerosmith songs or <laughs> whatever, it, it would make about as much sense. And I kind of want to focus in on buck like kicking himself for asking about the romanian businessman and if steve worked for him and steve just said of course and buck's like damn it i gotta get him to say more and then buck goes he's a genius by the way the world's yeah yeah, the,
2: the, the world's like boy genius reporter so
1: to get him to say m- more after steve says of course i work for them uh buck says you do
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's it's a great
1: he, I interview mean, technique i mean some it's all about simplicity folks
2: Oh man! So now we cut over to Rayford and Bruce talking about the potential Antichrist.
1: It's kind of wild. I forgot how much Bruce is a main character. He I'm,
2: he is. He's a very yeah. Uh, he he's important. He's the he's a pastor.
1: I can't remember if we get a Bruce POV. Um oh, man. Shout What's, out to my boy. Hopefully you do. Maybe I don't know. I don't think you're that interesting. I'm no, sorry. he's
2: like I think he's pretty fucking boring. <laughs> like I don't really want. <laughs> he gives the to be same
1: sermon every sunday like a weirdo
2: like this church fucking sucks yeah people fucking love it as we'll find out later
1: they're all hanging out and they're they're doing antichrist math
2: and they (laughs) say
1: but only one thing stands in the way of my being convinced that this carpathia guy is the antichrist i can't make it compute geographically almost every end times writer i respect believes the antichrist will come out of a western europe maybe greece or italy or
2: turkey Okay, but they're talking about this, like, mm, it can't be right. But hasn't it already been established that, like, his lineage is Roman, quote-unquote? That's not
1: Italy. I don't know.
2: But no, I thought it was. I thought they were saying, like, the Romans are initially from Italy, like, way back in the day. Oh, I do
1: say the word Italy, input Greece or Turkey. Yeah, that's bullshit.
2: Yeah, no shit. yeah. <laughs> so, like, it's like, think for two seconds, Bruce and Rayford. Idiots. Idiots. I
1: know you're a pilot. Whatever. <laughs> like, there's also a confusing part during Buck. And, uh, Steve's conversation mm-hmm. because he was also trying to figure out, like, who is threatening me? Um, a- yeah. a- and, uh, Steve's like, I'm not threatening you. I'm just like warning you. It's a bad idea. And then Buck's like, well, who should I be afraid of? The person driving the ferry <gasps> right. or the ferry itself? And it got really confusing because basically what he's saying is, did Nikolai kill Eric right. Miller or did Stunnigal? Yes. And we kind of get the vibe. That Stonicle did it, it but it, it's, kind of, it's like, yeah. it's purposely confusing. And that's one of the parts that I don't necessarily blame. Like, I'm not critiquing the book for it because this they, part and yeah. another part later on the start of the next chapter are confusing, but they're supposed to be.
2: They are exactly. It's um, supposed to be like the, the reader and the person whose point of view it is is supposed to be like, right. Oh, I can't tell what the truth is.
1: So like we're, and again, we're bouncing back and forth a little bit where there's all this insane shit happening to Buck. Where he's at, like getting threatened and they're, tra- and, yeah. and I think, I don't know if it's this part or later where Buck starts to kind of think that maybe he's wrong and Stoneagle yes, is the Antichrist. Yes. And I think that's, it's probably a too late of a twist. I think it'd been kind of interesting if they threw it in earlier and maybe had Stonegal do literally anything interesting. Cause.
2: Right. Cause it makes it just, it's just like, well, it can't, it can't be. It can be? At all, Cause I mean, like he's not done anything.
1: Right. Like it could be a somewhat, Potential big ass twist and then there'd be a big ass monologue, but that's a lot less interesting than Carpathia, I would say. So that's not like working out so well, but we know now from Buck's previous conversation that Stonegal is doing the murders and that uh, explicitly the answer is Carpathia doesn't know about it. So yeah. kind of what we theorized was someone saw Eric merler being a prick, so they killed him.
2: Just to just like, we don't want to mess with this guy
1: now. Later, we find out that might not be true, even though that's not said. Uh, we kind of start to get the, what's the word I'm looking for? Unreliable narrator slash everybody else on the planet because the the Antichrist has hypnotism powers.
2: Yeah, it really does make it tough to find out what the truth is when someone can just like brainwash you into not knowing.
1: Right. (laughs) And without getting to that part yet, we also brought up like, did Steve get, like, a complete download on the shit. And it's very likely that Nikolai did tell him everything. I think he knows
2: everything. And
1: then we will get to why that's not a big deal later. So, but anyways, back to, like, the, the doing the uh, Pepe Silvia Charlie day Figuring <laughs> out where really they... are. But it's so fucking Who dumb. Who's the
2: Antichrist? Where like, is he from?
1: Like, I thought he was gonna be from Italy. Oh, I guess he's Roman- Roman-anian. Like, yeah. I guess that's not, like, super known. Or, like, maybe it's one of those things that people assume is just a whoopsie like a, a a westernization of I don't know like okay everyone from Romania is actually Roman aren't they like no no
2: they're
0: not but,
2: like some people but maybe. I guess they are sometimes well it's very important that we know that Nicolae Carpathia is blonde and has blue eyes mm-hmm. like
1: which is white yeah
2: which I actually that is good because like good
1: on you know Jerry B and um Tim LaHaye for saying Italians are white like. <laughs>
2: Oh yeah The the race politics Right
1: Right exactly (laughs) Because they do bring up Like wait Aren't like a lot of Traditional Romanians Like darker skinned And they're like Yeah but he's not And then Buck's like Have you done I know the internet Doesn't really exist right now But it does Have you read a newspaper You guys are so dumb
2: Yeah. So yeah, they they call yeah. I forgot if we even said like they call Buck to be like, hey Buck, what's up with this?
1: Yeah, and which is kind of cute. Yeah,
2: yeah, which is th- when he's like, well, like yeah, he probably was named for the the Carpathian Mountains, but his ancestry his ancestry is Roman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and at the end of this convo, Bruce is like, hey Buck, we're gonna see a church this weekend, and Buck's like, mm, we'll see.
1: Because he, I'm starting to get a little confused of the timeline because he's in chicago right now mm-hmm. but he needs to go to new york soon yes I th- but i guess he's Wait, well, he goes to church and then he goes back to new york yeah, I think so i guess like, there must be time
2: i think this is like saturday and yeah. then the church on sunday and then he like flies back and for the meeting he, on monday gotta, gotta, i think gotta, gotta, is what's happening yeah so yeah so buck kind of gives a non-committal answer and rafer's all like mm, i think he's blowing us off well,
1: yet again rafer's <laughs> an idiot
2: <laughs> and immediately cuts back to Buck and Buck's like oh I am for sure going to church you can't keep me from the church I (laughs) love it I fucking love church Uh, and he says that he wants to go to church because he wanted every last bit of input before he went to New York to write a story that could cost him his career and maybe his life. Because
1: yeah. again, he's a proto Christian right now. He knows he's going to be a Christian at some point. He's
2: standing on the threshold,
1: but he just needs a push. He just needs something else. And yeah. he freely admits, what's wrong with me? Why can I can not be a Christian? Ch- and some of it is, and I get this from being a former Christian is you just sort of want it to be special. You mm-hmm, can't get mm-hmm. saved in the frickin' aisle at a target. You have to be like on your knees with the moon shining through your yeah. blinds or something like that. But Well
2: that you know, that does not work out for Buck because he ends up spoiler getting saved in a bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he uh he, he,
1: Much like an accidental birth, he gives uh his life to the Lord on the floor yep. of a bathroom Yep. next chapter.
2: And and locks at it up and puts a janitor bucket outside so to, to, to trick people. So uh Buck Then after he checks in with his, you know, Christian crew, he gives Hattie a call because he wants to warn her about Steve calling to be like, Hey, you're going to come be Carpita's companion. And, uh, Hattie is extremely not feeling Buck's advice. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And Buck's like, you're not a whore. Are you?
2: And she's like, right. I'm going to turn down a date with the most powerful man in the world. I don't (laughs) think so. But you're not that
1: kind of girl. girl yeah,
2: it's like, it really is like, so you're a slut.
1: <laughs> you're slutting out? You're like,
2: slutting out to Carpathia?
1: As if, like, freaking, I don't know, if, hey, Brad Pitt wants you to come over and he's going to fuck you. He's gonna fuck yeah. you. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, I'm going. Absolutely. Like, yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, I'd yeah. Lo- Should I would I going love going that, out? actually. Should I go now? <laughs> like, I, let me clean my holes, but.
2: Like, I gotta I gotta go get waxed real quick. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna go see the sexiest man on the planet. I'm not going to slut myself out. That being said, if he winks at me, I'm going to hump him.
2: Yeah, like, good thing I had this butthole bleaching appointment <laughs> already set up.
1: It uh, was a v- very strangely written, especially for Buck, because...
2: But also, like, what if Buck's the a virgin? Buck, he acts like a virgin for sure. He's very like, oh he, my goodness.
1: He's like, only been with the news and... The
2: <laughs> he's only... Yeah, he's only fuck the New York Times.
1: I'm surprised there ha- hasn't been, like, a quick throwaway line of, like... <laughs> he, he was a late bloomer, and then oh, man, he was too busy have. being in the
2: wars. should have.
1: Uh, to yeah, get his dick wet.
2: Yeah, Buck is sexually horny for journalism. Mm-hmm.
1: Which I respect.
2: Uh, but yeah, when Buck is like, I didn't think you are that kind of girl, Hattie has like a pretty great uh, comeback to him, she says. First, I'm not a girl. I'm almost as old as you are, and Which. I don't need a parent or legal guardian. And then Buck says, I'm talking to as a friend. And Hattie says, you're not my friend, Buck. Yeah. <laughs> Burn, bitch! It's so
1: fucking funny. You're
2: not. <laughs> like, what? Like you barely know each other, and you've mostly been, like, weird and condescending to her. Right. So, what the fuck? And she hangs up on him, which rules.
1: Yeah, yeah. Thus, sealing her fate forever.
2: As, yeah, as, as the concubine of the Antichrist. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it's really funny, too, because this was essentially the start ...of a Ray section, but they're like, we gotta get Buck on the phone.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's Ray's section, it's still Buck's section. And then
1: Buck's like, I gotta get on another phone. Yeah. And then we head back over to Ray and Chloe... But a big focus of it is Buck. Is Buck
2: once again? (laughs) Yeah, uh, Rayford and Chloe are at church. They're up in the balcony zone, which is the cool place Mm -hmm. at church. Like you know, if you're at a church that has like a balcony, you've got to sit up there. I
1: guess it's a big enough church if it has a balcony.
2: Yeah, and it's fucking full. They they initially try to save a seat for Buck, but he doesn't show up, and everything gets hey, stop being an
1: asshole, Pilot Man. Let me sit with you.
2: Oh, they notice that he shows up later, and he's, like – there's, like, people standing outside listening yeah. to a speaker.
1: Yeah, they put, like, a fucking Bluetooth speaker outside that doesn't exist and, like, hey, what's up? And yeah. listen to it. I thought it was really cute that Chloe wanted to be the very first yeah, to give her testimony the same way Ray does. Because, again, every single Sunday is the exact same. Yep. Bruce plays the tape of the old pastor, talks about his walk or whatever, how he was a liar and shit – and then he opens it up to people to get saved and people to, to give their testimony of getting saved. Yeah. And Chloe went through the first one. But unfortunately, she's up in the goddamn balcony, so she, she can't get down there. She's so actually
2: she's, one of the last.
1: <laughs> poor baby. It happens.
2: Buck does get to hear her, mm-hmm. um, which we'll find out more mm-hmm. about later. Uh, when Church finally does end hours and hours later because of all the people giving <laughs> their testimonies, uh, Buck's already gone when they go outside. Shit. And they're a little sad about it, but when they go back home, it turns out that Buck has left a note for Chloe. And he's basically like, sorry I couldn't stick around. Uh, Can you please pray for me? (laughs) (laughs) I'm very stressed out.
1: Quick question. How did he know where they lived?
2: Great question. I mean, I probably like Rayford told them
1: at some point. There's like a uh, church... Bulletin or something like that. They got a church directory. Church directory. Yeah. Uh We're drinking gin and tonics, by yeah, the
2: way. Yeah, by the way, yeah. Tim and I are getting those G&Ts because...
1: We're, we're celebrating. We're
2: celebrating the last ebb.
1: Yeah, so if you hear a little jingle little jangles, clink, clink. that's what it is. And we think... That, that's good. We think that's good. You think that's good. Um I thought it was very strange that they thought this was cute. But again, it's a different time, so maybe... Uh, maybe... That, bro, text me.
2: I... <laughs> I am going to assume that he was given the address at some point. Yeah. And it um, might even
1: specifically said it in the book. I, I mean, remember. you used
2: to just like, be able to look up like where people lived and shit. He's
1: like, what do you mean? I looked up the yellow pages. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pages
2: yeah. Like, you know he had that big, thick phone yeah. like, book. So
1: that's probably how he did it, folks. But yeah. they didn't throw out that it was weird. Maybe it wasn't weird. Maybe I don't it was know. Weird. Different time. Different time.
2: Um, so Buck flies back to New York that, I think that very day, I think it's like later that evening. Yeah, I believe so. And he's pretty nervous and stressed on his flight and he's reading his Bible.
1: Yeah, we're getting into the stress zone, which I think is in the way you got to end books sometimes, right?
2: Yeah. Typically
1: you do it when there's 80% left and then you have a, a little percentage of damn wasn't that, that cool? That happened. They, they Not don't, this book. they don't do that, but no. <laughs> it's kind of sick the way they do it. Um,
2: there's like, I oh, know This is done now. <laughs> so yeah,
1: here, here he is stressed out, reading the Bible on the plane. They, they mention that a lady next to him was like asking him questions about it. And he's like, fuck off.
2: <laughs> I don't want, I don't want to talk to you about this. Um, he also has a little thought about Nikolai Carpathia while he's on the plane.
1: Bruce Barnes has sounded, <laughs> Well, that is what he said. Bruce Barnes had sounded convinced that if Nikolai Carpathia were the Antichrist, Buck ran the danger of being mentally overcome, brainwashed, hypnotized, or worse.
2: <laughs> What's our worst? Killed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I feel like mentally overcome, brainwashed, hypnotized are all like the same thing. So, what's, like, something else, like, something else even your more brain. intense <laughs> than being hypnotized, <laughs> yeah, or I, yeah, what?
1: These are all words for being hypnotized, and you ran out of them in a the thesaurus. Sorry, Jerry, you we just, know what you're doing. You just say, or worse. You just say, or
2: worse, <laughs> no, which like, I respect. because oh, that's really bad. <laughs>
1: the The mind of your reader, viewer, is always going to conjure something more terrifying. Am I right? Oh, that's so true. So true.
2: Um, so he, he, he actually talks about too how he's like, I can't really sleep, but I'm not going to pace. I'm just <laughs> thinking about shit. And he finally gets up in the morning to like get ready because he, so he's been invited to a pre-press conference with, um, just like Carpathia's like, uh, power people.
1: Right. Cause remember they are switching up the UN's Council or whatever. Yeah. To being 10 people. 10 that,
2: permanent members. Right.
1: Uh And so the permanent members along with their advisors and things, basically that nature. So it's basically like Stinegal can be there. Cawthorn can be there. uh Chaim Rose of could be there. Yeah. All um, the big be, names. Right. Because not all of them are going to theoretically be in charge of wherever they're from right but uh they're allowed to be there because they're helping out so it's a room of roughly 20 people give or
2: take so while buck is getting ready he is pondering everything um he was no longer wondering or doubting he told himself there was no other explanation for the two witnesses in jerusalem (laughs) Nor for the disappearances. That's fair. So, Buck is pilled. He believes in the Antichrist 100% now. Yeah. And but he's right. He, he, oh, yeah. He's so correct. Mm-hmm. Um, but the problem is he still is not certain which one is the Antichrist between yeah. Carpathia and Stonewall at and this I, point.
1: And I bet he, he just doesn't want Carpathia to be the Antichrist. Cause he
2: likes him. Yeah. Like, or he, he thought so, like, fondly of him before. Right. Like, that he's not ready to admit it.
1: If Buck is the number one boy genius, then surely he wouldn't be buddies and friends with the Antichrist, right?
2: Surely not.
1: Surely not.
2: Um, and can I also just point out in the <laughs> sections, right before Buck goes to leave, he um, looks at the gun that he has in his bedside table and thinks about bringing it with him. And then he's like, well, I um, wouldn't get through the, well, the metal detectors anyway.
1: Yeah. And I need better armor than gun. I need the gall.
2: I need the god the bible
1: <laughs> but i thought that was hilarious like, I also are you gonna really shoot Nikolai carpathia the, the if he tries,
2: antichrist stop hypnotizing me and
1: what are you gonna say he tried to hypnotize me so i killed him like okay good luck like oh well,
2: you're going to jail yeah so. <laughs> um yeah buck is then he, he makes his way to the u.n just a reminder they're going to the u.n um the u.n's like embassy or whatever in new york
1: the headquarters the
2: headquarters he's going to yeah the headquarters of the u.n
1: while it's still there before it goes to new babylon yeah,
2: exactly, for now. Uh, and he's he's still stressed about the Antichrist. He's stressed about, like, saying the prayer right. to be saved. Like, he's like, oh, I can't just, like, do it because I'm scared. Like, then I feel like it wouldn't count. Like, right. that's not how it's supposed Which to
1: work. Which, I kind of uh, uh, get that vibe, right? He's yeah. like, I don't want to get saved just to, you know, protect Save me my ass. from the Antichrist mind bullets. I mm-hmm. want it to be more personal. He thinks it would, would sully it. If he did it just to, I don't know, get fire insurance. Take that, evangelicals. Oh
2: shit, fire insurance. Man. That was such a, a thing that people would say. Annoying. Um, so, Buckets to the UN, and there's all sorts of hubbub happening. There's a lot of people, a lot of reporters, and in- Hey, even Stanton Bailey, Buck's, yeah. is, Buck's boss, is there? Hell
1: yeah, we love Stanton Bailey. <laughs> and,
2: and Buck has this moment where he like he like realizes he's never seen Stanton Bailey outside of the building where they were,
1: which I think is hilarious. It's he's like, like a Jabba that only yeah,
2: yeah <laughs> exactly. Well, I was thinking it's like how kids think like teachers live in the school. <laughs> like, oh wow, my boss goes yeah. some goes other places,
1: and I guess he uh, turned in his draft on the disappearances and stuff like that, so... And,
2: and Stan Bailey loving it. He gives it him a so thumbs good. up.
1: <laughs> hey, here's a gold star for you.
2: Um, Buck has a little thought here that I thought was interesting. Buck realized that if that had happened a month before referring to him giving, like, the thumbs up and saying, good job, Buck, he would have had to stifle a laugh at the corny old guy and would have told his colleagues what an idiot he worked for.
1: What? Um... Buck, why are you such a prick? What
2: the fuck is wrong with you? He just said he did a good job and he's proud of you, and you're like, "Oh,
1: this fucking idiot." This guy's an (laughs) idiot for telling me I did a good job. Am I right? Like, sure, dog on him for being corny, but why an idiot? That feels so strong. Yeah,
2: it is like not fair at all. What the fuck, Buck? What the
1: fuck, Buck? You're you're dick sometimes, actually.
2: He's a dick most of the time.
1: (laughs) Let's do a quick cut over to Rayford and Chloe. Chloe, you know, got to got to mention stuff. I don't know. Fuck, uh, wants to try to get lunch with Hattie
2: for some reason. Well, obviously she wants to do outreach, and she's like, well, right. Hattie's super pissed at my dad, right? But she was like nice to me, and so Ray probably like, I can get in there.
1: You don't care about Hattie, and Chloe's like, I Correct. don't care about Hattie. No, <laughs> I, I don't. don't. <laughs> but I do. I want her to get saved, right? And you almost fucked her, so we had whatever. You know, no big deal. But she's not answering her phone. Why is she doing this? She's not on a flight. What's happening? Oh, no. She's taking a 30-day leave of absence. What? Interesting. Interesting. I wonder
2: why this could possibly be.
1: Interesting. Meanwhile,
2: Meanwhile. <laughs> Buck's press credentials are waiting for him in the U.N. lobby.
1: And he's frickin' tummy of troubles all over oh, the place. Oh,
2: my God. Yeah, I gotta assume he's really having some gurgles and growls mm. and, and, and stress. Um, and, and Buck thinks to himself about who exactly is going to be at this pre-press conference meeting – and it's, it's going to be Buck, it's going to be Steve, I mean, Carpathia, we know mm-hmm. that. Like we said earlier, the 10 permanent members of the new Security Council. And then aides, aides and advisors, which included, quote, various other members of his International Brotherhood of Financial Wizards, unquote. <laughs> That, again, that's giving me a red flag.
1: Yeah, it, it follows pretty quickly off of him saying Stonagall. So it's like, okay, yeah. Stonagall's Illuminati will be there as well.
2: <laughs> yes. Buck is super stressed. He's literally like, am I about to die? <laughs> yeah, because,
1: you know, he, he is warned by Bruce.
2: Yeah, Bruce is like, dude, die. you should not go to this. <laughs> this is very dangerous. Yeah,
1: this is a bad idea.
2: <laughs> and then uh, Buck thinks to himself... The closer he got to the conference room, the more he was repelled by a sense of evil, as if it personified in that place. Oh, oh what's that? You mean the UN? Oh, God. <laughs> it like actually like took me a It's like, I was like, okay, he's going really hard. And, like obviously he's talking about the presence of the Antichrist. Yeah. It's causing evil, but it's also happening at the UN. S- so, a little bit
1: of have your cake and eat it, too. Exactly.
2: It's a little way to get around, like, straight up being like, the UN is the New World Order. Which, <laughs> don't worry, they're going to get to that explicitly. I mean,
1: this UN is the New World Order. This New UN sure. is
2: absolutely <laughs> the New World Order.
1: Again, he cried out to God, and he felt a coward. Just like everyone else, praying in the foxhole. <laughs> I get it, bud. You want it to be special. You're a special little guy.
2: Well, I wonder if it's not so much that he wants it to be special but he wants it to count and it's yeah. like a weird because i do feel like that was like kind of a thing i was taught I was like you can't just be like i want to get saved because you're like literally afraid of like dying yeah. in that second you gotta believe it
1: yeah i'm gonna say it right yeah he kind of implies he wants it to be special though
2: i mean yeah well how's that work out for you buck
1: <laughs> time to go to the bathroom <laughs> um
2: because yeah actually so so uh steve spots buck, They t- take a quick you know the chat for a second and Buck's mm-hmm. like Hey, do I have time for a quick bathroom break before we get started? And it seems like you got five minutes. And he goes to the bathroom and gets saved.
1: Yeah, because he feels so much dread seeing this. Because, again, he's the only journalist here. He doesn't entirely understand why he's there. It's just been said, Carpathia likes you. Yeah, but he's pretty sure Carpathia or Stonegal is the Antichrist, and yeah. so this room is just swirling with evil powers. Yeah,
2: very, very bad vibes coming out of this and conference he room.
1: Does keep praying to feel good. He's like, I know that I am not saved yet, but Chloe prayed for mm-hmm. help before mm-hmm. she was saved, and she got help.
2: Why isn't it not helping me? Yeah.
1: So he goes to the bathroom, puts the janitor bucket outside,
2: <laughs> locks the door,
1: locks the door. <laughs> Basically sits down on the ground, not ri- quite, but close enough, and does the damn thing. Yeah, and they point out that he doesn't say the exact same prayer because he's a special guy. Of course, he's but covering the same basic ground. But
2: like, I think he also like refers to it as like the deal was done. The deal
1: was done. <laughs> yeah, it's very very silly. A little, it's a very strange way for the main character to get saved but
2: it, it's extremely the vibes of the little mermaid when she like signs away oh, yeah. her voice to ursula and it's like you know signed it and it's like all right it's done the contract yeah <laughs> so that's why uh, buck has signed his contract with the lord which and, that's that's what it is folks. and has been suffused with the power of god
1: yeah but it is funny that when he uh walks out. He's like, fuck, I don't feel any better. God damn
2: it. I feel pretty bad about going into the room with the Antichrist. In
1: fact, he says, there wasn't a doubt in his mind that the Antichrist of the Bible was in this room. (laughs) Buck sensed the truest, deepest, darkest spirit of evil as he watched Carpathia take his place.
2: This is the thing, I think, I mean, he knows deep down. Like, he knows deep down it's Carpathia.
1: So this is a, we're getting into, like, a slightly weird territory because we have Buck, obviously, as a point of view character, feeling darkness from the U.N., feeling darkness down the hallway to Mm -hmm, the room they're going mm -hmm. in, and then feeling darkness explicitly within the conference room or whatever they're meeting in. So he still sort of has some deniability, meaning it's just a a fucking zone of evil.
2: Right, right. But
1: as he's starting to take his place and all this stuff, and Nikolai is walking around, everyone's sitting around their their, you know, U-shaped table or whatever – He's like, oh, fuck. I feel the evil directly from from Carpathia.
2: And then Carpathia stands and addresses the group and says... In a few minutes, we will greet the press and introduce those of you who shall be entrusted to lead the New World Order into a golden era. (laughs) This is where I'm like, oh my God, he (laughs) admitted It's the New World Order. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, it's not capital N, capital W, capital O. If
2: they had, that would have been very sick of them (laughs) to just straight up capitalize it.
1: Yeah, because I was trying to figure out like, all right, what's the charitable way to say this? Like, is there a way to say, all right, we're now the new world order? I don't know.
2: No, I don't, I don't think, so. think so. I don't think so. Like, yeah, I, And I don't know exactly. And there's another thing I could research at some point for an episode. When did that phrase, like, come into being? I'm right. not sure. Yeah. I'm not sure. I, my gut is, like, maybe the 60s. The, um, but I'm not
1: sure. Sure, sure, sure. And we also get the vibe that it's it's confusing because Buck felt evil – Right? But that could just yeah. be your anxiety. But I believe we're supposed to assume it's absolutely magic.
2: Yeah, I'm just – honestly, I'm imagining Buck walking down the hallway in, like, a very JoJo-esque, like, menacing aura <laughs> is coming out of the conference room, yeah. like, floating towards him.
1: The sort of, ratio, like, uh, aspect ratio of the hallway yes, up and gets yes. longer and longer. Yeah, he's,
2: like, sweating. Like, yeah. his vision is, like – yeah, like, when it's, like – arrows down.
1: So he could feel it when he was slightly shot in the Lord, but now that he's mm. completely shot in the Lord, he feels just waves and waves, and waves like, of waves oh, of evil.
2: That's, that's evil
1: coming out of Carpathia. And at this point, we're thinking Carpathia might have certain evil darkness coming off. He of might
2: him. have powers.
1: Chapter twenty-five. Ah.
2: <laughs> Carpathia. As you said, this is another one of those, it just directly picks up <laughs> from the last chapter. Right, cause
1: they want to end the last chapter on the New World Order shit. <laughs> they,
2: you're, fuck, you're probably right, like, to like make a point of it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, K- Carpathia stands up and he greets everyone individually at this table. And, and I think my understanding of the way this is set, I thought it was like a big square in a room, cause it talked about Buck being in like the corner and he could like see everyone.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I, um, for some reason, I saw it as, uh, um, like, like a U-shaped. It doesn't, it, it doesn't
2: matter. Really, like, it, it, it's, it's m- either
1: one giant table, or three giant tables arranged, or maybe four giant it, tables arranged. Right. You know? the,
2: the point is, is like, everyone's like looking at each other. Yep. Uh, and it's a
1: table. It's
2: a table. Everyone's looking. And
1: there's corners.
2: And there's corners. And Buck is in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. Um, so Carpathia says to Todd Cawthran that he will quote unquote be introduced as the ambassador of the great states of Britain. But then he says the same thing to the British financier next to him. Right, and Buck's like, "I think he made a mistake." Oh,
1: what a dumbass! Because, so and it's not just the British like ambassador. It's like the great states of Britain are like yeah, Great oh, Britain, right. yeah, yeah. and then huge chunks of like
2: like Western U- Europe.
1: Yeah, so th- we, I kind of just glossed over that we are moving to this 10 country situation
2: yeah oh dude we're we're going to one world government like for sure it's crazy yeah they're consolidating like different regions under like each of these 10 dudes
1: right so yeah he goes congratulations you're the great state of britain ambassador congratulations the great state of britain ambassador and then he goes on to the same thing to everybody and i was like wait he said you're in charge of britain to everybody but then it says that he changes their title and stuff like that. But I was confused for a little it, bit.
2: It was confusing, but w- what it actually is, and we'll get more detail on it later, is that he says it to both Todd Cawthorn and his dude beside him. Right. Because they're both the leader of,
1: <laughs> of Britain. <laughs> and I was like, okay, whatever. <laughs> Weird, okay. Uh, I wish we would have gotten all of the names. It was- I
2: need a list.
1: Yeah, because we're going to get it eventually. Maybe they didn't have it, but uh, he well, goes we around. We need to think
2: it- on this one a little bit yeah. more. We'll wait until the next book to reveal it.
1: <laughs> he. Uh goes around and uh <laughs> does it to everyone except for Hattie and She's a
2: girl, she doesn't she doesn't get that. And
1: in fact he important. says uh lady and gentleman.
2: Yeah. Meaning yeah.
1: hashtag no diversity. Zero here. diversity, only it's
2: dudes, and then Hattie the, the assistant.
1: The secretary. Yeah. It's fucking crazy.
2: He then buck is like the whole time, I gonna like t- Talk to me like I'm just a Cause reporter. Because Buck doesn't know
1: why he's here, right. other than hey, to re- man, to report. Yeah, because he says every to basically everyone, I welcome you to the team and confer upon you all the rights and privileges that go with your new station. May you display to me and to those in your charge the consistency and wisdom that have brought you to this position. So it's very, very yeah, like yeah. repetitive, very ritualistic. Yes, yes, um, very indoctrinating everyone into a cult type shit. And he does the exact same thing to Buck. But Buck is like freaking out. Yeah,
2: Buck's like, I'm not, I don't work for you. Yeah, he's like, what? what
1: position? What are you saying? Because, dear listener, Carpathia is hypnotizing He's
2: everyone. hypnotizing each, he's, he's like doing, he's going up to each person, like shaking their hand, staring in their eyes and it's going, wow, 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 wow. Everyone
1: wah, who is not a Christian is being sucked in to Carpathia's evil antichrist magic. And he knows it. And that's why he's not he didn't warn Buck before because he didn't think he had to. No. Because what he's doing is like, – I'm just
2: going to – I'm just going to hypnotize him. Right. I don't know <laughs> what
1: – I think what he's probably telling Buck is he's going to tell Buck, you're here and your your position is to say nice things about me in the news. In
2: the news. Which is a thing that happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> In real life.
1: But uh, it doesn't work out that way. We'll find out later no, why.
2: It and unfortunately <laughs> for Carpathia, Buck is a Christian now. Yeah. So this does not work on him.
1: So he's just like staring at Buck saying like, all the rights and privileges conferred upon you. Yada, yada, yada. And Buck is like, oh, God, help me. Oh, God, help me. And God's like, don't say shit.
2: But he also – but he's also – Buck's like – Oh, this is so affirming and flattering and I love it, but I can't. <laughs> so he does still feel, feel
1: the tug. Right, and I do love that there is a little bit of realism to this. It's like he's not necessarily 110% using his magic on them.
2: It's like his charisma.
1: Right. He's he's working on their base human instincts to want to be loved and yeah, acknowledged. And flattered. On top of that, he does use magic.
2: But, yeah, but also he <laughs> does have Satan magic. So. Right. Uh <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah, he he just like Buck realizes in that moment, like, oh yeah, oh shit. He's definitely trying to hypnotize me. It's right a now. little
1: interesting because he's like, Do I lie? Do I just pretend to be I Zoinked in? But he's a Christian now, dear listener, so he can't. He can't lie. He can't lie. So God tells him to don't say shit. Just shut up. So Nikolai kind of makes fun of him. <laughs> uh yeah,
2: he calls like, oh, my tongue-tied friend. Yeah, but he's
1: literally <laughs> doing the whole Kit and Kaboodle stare deeply into his eyes, kisses his little cheekies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he's just radiating evil antichrist powers.
2: But but Buck's internal thought is he sensed and read the evil of the man, and it was all he could do to keep from pointing at him and calling him the antichrist. <laughs> like you're, you're the antichrist. He's like no, I'm not. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and basically at that you know, Corbett moves on like as which I thought was really weird that he's like just chill as this buck not like does he not sense that buck is not picking up i think what he, he's down I, th- I think you know <laughs> or does he care he doesn't
1: uh, uh, take your pick right it's it's basically like he's in control hey if this didn't work it's fine there's no direct opposition and he's powerful enough that he has plans within plans so even if his satan magic didn't work
2: it's whatever or, it's
1: whatever sure
2: which Pretty true. It turns uh, yeah, out
1: exactly. Yeah, he and, he he makes all the correct assumptions. Yeah, he turns and basically addresses everyone in the room.
2: The only people that Carpathia does not do the whole like you are honored by this position, blah 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 blah, are Hattie and the security guard. There's a security guard in the room. That's also important yeah. to know. And it's also important to know that Buck had left his bag. With a security guard. Yeah,
1: and he doesn't do it to Stoneagle either. Um, yes, yes. He, he introduces Hattie as his new personal assistant and says nice things about her. And, and it's
2: all like, I am leaving my, my career in aviation.
1: Her glorious aviation career. Yeah. So she, she gets her flowers in that way, so it's not as bad as it could have been. Um I'm still mad at Nikolai for not having another girl boss In there at all? It's all all dudes. There's one girl in this room. He's evil. You
2: should have an evil girl boss. I also
1: feel like an evil guy from Tim LaHaye's perspective would have women.
2: That's a very – Oh my god, that's actually a great point. To all
1: my they them's out there, they
2: should be talking about how diverse this room is. Like. For sure. Like, maybe, like, I think that maybe Tim LaHaye and, like, Jerry Jenkins are just so Christian, like, evangelical, it doesn't even occur to them. It's like, well, like, we can't you, can't
1: church, I, yeah, you can't be a so. woman in charge of the country. Yeah, you can't be a woman
2: in charge of the country.
1: They don't even think about it. Like, oh, fuck, that's a good idea. We need, to, we need to add an evil woman later. You got it.
2: Maybe they will. Maybe I, I
1: don't will. know if they do. I, don't remember I can't it. think of any. I, I
2: hope know. they do. I hope
1: they do. She's probably hot, and they should have inquisitors. Oh my God,
2: I fucking, I wish. He then does say, hey, is my secretary? This guy's a security guard. And he finally turns to Jonathan Stonegal. He's the only person mm-hmm. that hasn't been, like, addressed yet. And
1: again, Stonegal is his behind the curtain, Wizard of Oz, yeah. fixer, setter-upper. Th-
2: this is your, your Rupert Murdoch. This is yeah. your, your Koch brother. Yeah. This is, you know, imagine whoever else, like, powerful. Kissinger. Yeah, your Kissinger. Rich, like, dude who's old and has a lot of influence. Mm-hmm. So, like, for Sonigal, he's like, all right, my dude's in, like, everything's cool. Um, but, (laughs) Carpevia starts doing his spiel on Sonigal, and Sonigal is not into it.
1: And he doesn't, like, in kind of a weird way, and sort of points out that, yeah, like, you, you now work for me. Yeah, he's
2: like, welcome to the team, and Sonigal's like, what the,
1: uh, I'm not part of your team? Sonigal kind of gets pissed because, I guess the concept is Carpathia was Stonegall's protege.
2: Right. So he's like, who the fuck do you think you are?
1: And Stonegall's getting mad and he's basically like shouts out of like, who do you, literally, who do do you think you are? Uh, and Carpathia for some reason shrugs it off with, Sir, I've been having a bit of sport at your expense because I knew you would understand.
2: <laughs> he did the classic Charles bit of I was just joking.
1: I was just joking. And
2: then and then Sonic's like even more embarrassed because he got all like worked up about it. Yeah. He's like, I'm just joking. Like, why can't you take a joke?
1: Yeah, <laughs> and then he's like, sit down. And Stonical's like, oh, okay, <laughs> no. no. And Stonical's pissed, and they mentioned before that Buck is opposite of Stonical, so he can see the whole thing.
2: Yeah. So then Carpathia turns to the group.
1: We're and- entering the bizarros. We're
2: zone. entering the sh- the the real <laughs> shit now, and he says, "I would like to present to you all just a bit of an object lesson in leadership, followership, and may I say, chain of command."
0: <laughs> you know
2: that like when someone says that, like uh oh, <laughs> this, this is probably not going to be good. I
1: I wish to make an example out of you. What yeah. say? What now? Say don't do that.
2: So Carpathia calls the security guard over, and he once again does his his Antichrist. Uh, fucking parlor tricks. As Donogal calls it parlor tricks. Yeah, he, like,
1: mumbles parlor tricks.
2: (laughs) Where he knows the security guard's name. He knows everything about the gun he's holding. Like, And And
1: he does it, he starts doing it in a very, very, like, no. I have magic because how did I know your name? Yeah. How did I know what gun you had? Yeah,
2: he, like, points out to, like, everyone.
1: Everyone. And
2: then he's like, oh, also, I know exactly what's in your bag, buck.
1: So... That's very, very weird because he's basically saying, I didn't – I did not memorize the encyclopedia entry for the UN. Yeah. I just know shit. I
2: just know shit. So he, Aren't you impressed that he, I know things?
1: He's either given information by the, a demon – or he has X-ray vision, or he just inherently knows things because he explicitly can see inside Buck's bag.
2: Yes, or I think he has X-ray vision.
1: <laughs> Who knows? Why not? It's very
2: fun to me to think about him having X-ray vision. That's so, more fun. So I'm deciding it is. Though. Sure. Mostly just like visually, I'm just imagining him being like, like scanning the bag, and yeah, being like, he has condoms in there. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's a robot, but for the <laughs> devil.
2: Yeah. Oh, I, I, I want that. I want a devil robot. He has a lot of
1: good powers, and I think we should all he does. get them. He really does. But he's being really shawarmy about it,
2: for sure. Oh, yeah. No, he's being a huge dick. Which Um, is weird,
1: because they're not supposed to remember any of this. (laughs) (laughs) So he's just
2: doing it for fun.
1: So he might be doing it for fun, might be doing it. Well, he's doing it for fun. Absolutely doing it for fun. But he might also just be doing it because he knows it's not quite working for Buck.
2: Well, right. So he's like, okay, if if my hypnotism doesn't work, then the brute force of... What I'm about to do. Right.
1: And there's an argument to be made that he has to somewhat follow logic while he's doing his magic. So that's why he's like walking them through it. Here's this object lesson. Yeah. Thank you so much, Stonicle, for helping. I was just uh, um, playing a joke on you. We should switch positions. Yeah. Uh, And Stonicle's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, 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 you need to calm down. Who do you think you are? He asks for the gun from the guard, and it is a big
2: gun, by the way. They they like they specify that it's not like a little handgun; it's a big ass gun. And yeah, so he takes the gun from the guard, and then he says, "And now I'm going to ask you to kneel, Jonathan." Damn. (laughs) And I do feel like people are still kind of like, (laughs) (laughs) "Wow, what an object lesson this is going to be."
1: This is a succession as fuck.
2: Oh my god! It really—I actually just restarted watching. Secession again mm-hmm. yesterday. It is just
1: bore on the floor.
2: It, yeah, oh my god, it really, really is. Um, Stonical's obviously pissed about what's going on, and he says,
1: If you think you have risen to a position over me, you are mistaken.
2: <laughs> but then Carpathia cocks the gun and, like, puts it in Stonical's ear and makes him kneel down. Yeah, he's
1: like, please kneel down, please. And he's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. And everyone does start to freak out a little bit.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because Nikolai Carpathia, the president of the Earth has put a gun in Stonagall's ear. Yeah. And then he just so nonchalantly asks Hattie to move. Yeah. Because – Hair, skin, skull tissue, and brain matter will mostly be absorbed by Mister Todd Confron and the others next to him. But I do not want anything to get on you.
2: Like you're my, w- you're basically my wife now, mm-hmm. and I cannot let any blood, guts, brain, etc., get on your lovely outfit.
1: And Hatties is like, "What the fuck?" Huh? And then he kind of does a shoo shoo, get up and move yeah. it three feet to the back. Yeah, because he's so specific because he knows what's going to happen because he has devil
2: powers. Yeah. So then Carpathia says. I am going to kill Mr. Stonagall with a painless hollow point round to the brain, which he will neither hear nor feel. You will understand cognitively that I am in charge, that I fear no man, and that no one can oppose me. Cool. And, yeah, everyone's freaking out, and he's like, so, like, once I kill this guy, I'm gonna tell you what to remember. And that's where he's like, oh, also, uh, Hoffer is gonna die, too.
1: Yeah, cause he's gonna, sh- he- the gun is so powerful that it's gonna shoot through Stonegal's mm-hmm. head and then hit Todd.
2: Yeah, and kill him. And kill him. And that's exactly what he does. He shoots Stonagle and it goes through him and kills Todd Cawthorn. And then Carpega just puts the gun in Stonegall's hand. Yeah. He's like, wow. Wow. Dude, I can't believe he did that. I crazy.
1: cannot believe Stonegall just killed himself and Todd Cothran, he rushed the the guard. Wasn't that crazy? And, yeah. everyone, and everyone's freaking out. And yeah. they do – they beg Nikolai to stop. Like, like,
2: don't do it. Yeah, like Rosenzweig, like am like, is yeah. like, Nikolai, no!
1: Before he pulls the trigger, like, even Buck screams no. Mm-hmm. Uh, People but- are freaking out. They're not sitting there comatose.
2: Right. Buck also is like, should I die for the gun? And then he's <laughs> like, I'm going to kill other people if I yeah, do that. Yeah, exactly. So,
1: But – Nikolai, as soon as it happens, everyone's freaking out, he just calmly tells them what happened. Like we said, Stoneagle rushed the guard, took yeah. the gun, killed himself, because he felt so guilty for killing those two people over in in Britain, and who knows who else, and also hit Cothran as well. Yeah. But, I shouldn't say this, maybe, hmm... A little bit of justice was meted out today, as yeah, sad yeah. as it is to say.
2: <laughs> like, damn. Actually, when you think about it, maybe it kind of just worked out the right. way it was supposed to. So once this happens, Carpathia is like, hey, guys, we're going to do a quick poll mm-hmm. um, to make sure you all understand real quick, what you saw.
1: We all know that you're under my thrall, but I'm just going to go quickly round. Let's hear it. And let's hear it.
2: So... Buck is real stressed when this starts happening because he's like, oh, shit. You're right. I'm not your thrall. I do know what happened. What am I going to fucking say when it comes around to me? And that's where Buck gets the, like, message from God that's like, say nothing. Don't say shit. Don't say anything. It's, it'll be fine. Uh, and that works, actually. Yeah. For him. Which, again, I'm like, Carpeg has got to know that he, like, doesn't believe this, Right. Like, if he can like, see through people's bags and, like, be able to, like, hypnotize them, yeah. I just would think. Because Buck does not talk. Like, he doesn't right. say anything.
1: I'm not sure if it matters, uh, as we, what we find out later, is, you know, maybe Carpathia could have just killed him just real quick and got it over with. Yeah. But fast forward a little bit, basically he brainwashes everyone into thinking Buck wasn't there.
2: Yes, yes, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into so that. So
1: that's his way of covering for Buck. So while yes. Buck just stares at him, doesn't say anything, you know, it's interesting when they're, he's pulling everybody and people are like, Oh, I guess, you know, that's, that sucks for you, Carpathia.
2: They're just like, wow, I thought that guy was going to kill all of us. Yeah.
1: But luckily you did something. And Carpathia's like, no, he was my good friend. I'm sad. I'm sad. And he's like crying over the corner because his, his friends were gone. And the security guard was like, Oh my God, I cannot. Believe that that happened, and then is like, why'd you, why'd you not stop? He's like, I don't know, I I, I just thought he was, you know, an ultra rich guy that I was, I, my guard was down. I'm so sorry. He's like, that's okay, it could happen to any of us.
2: Yeah, So so everyone in the room is brainwashed into thinking that Sonigal killed himself, and that killed Todd Cawthron, mm-hmm. um, except for Buck, and Buck's like. need to get the fuck out of here (laughs) yeah
1: the security and the cops show up and buck doesn't want to like flee flee yeah so he goes hey i gotta go uh i think you should get as much information from these people you don't necessarily need me because you can see what's going on but if you have any questions please here's my card can i have yours as well They exchange business cards with the police,
2: and and Buck gets the fuck out of there. Yeah, Uh, he's supposed to. There's supposed to be the press conference after, and Buck is supposed to then get the exclusive, which he like kind of forgets about, which is funny. It makes sense. Which makes sense. And he's like, "Oh fuck, (laughs) I gotta get out of here."
1: Because one of the things that Stanton Bailey said to him is, "Remember everything." So he hightails it back to the office. He's like, "Remember everything. Remember everything," and then writes this huge ass. I
2: got everything that happened.
1: Yeah, a bit of like accounting of events, but then. He gets a phone call.
2: And it's Stan Bailey, his boss. And he's like, uh, what the fuck, Buck? Why did you not show up? For the meeting you were supposed to be at. looks so like, what are you talking about? I was definitely there.
1: I have my press credentials. And my presidential. I was there. We talked to each other. It's like, yeah, I know I talked to you, but what was so important that you didn't go in the room? It's like, no, I was there. I asked Steve. Like, I did ask Steve. I asked everybody. You weren't there. You weren't at the press conference and you skipped out on your one on one meetings. Like, but Stanton, I, I, I was there. I can tell you what I happened. Hear. I don't want to hear it. You better be in the office when I get there. You better have a good excuse.
2: So then Buck is like, well, I'm going to call this police officer. I got his card. Because like, he, needs,
1: he needs proof. Because yeah. the only tangible proof he has is from the police officer.
2: So he calls, and turns out <laughs> there's never been anyone at the NYPD with the name of this police officer.
1: Right. And they're like, okay, if there's someone impersonating a police officer, let us know. So I'm not too sure what happens here. Whether Nikolai used magic to change the name, whether or if that
2: was like one of Nikolai's like people,
1: it's entirely possible. And I think I don't know if it's more interesting or less interesting that Nikolai literally has demons working with him. Oh my god, um, because part of me doesn't think that he would have a fake cop for this.
2: I don't, oh, you don't think so?
1: I think he doesn't need it.
2: Hmm. But it'd be fun for him, though. Right, but... I think he would... I think feel, he feels like the kind that's like, I like my little machinations. Yeah. I like my little strings going out. Because
1: it does kind of show that he knows what's happening. If he can see inside Buck's bag, he knows that Stonegal is killing people. And probably more than yes. likely what's happening is he's using his Jedi mind powers yes. to get Stonegal to kill people. Yes. Yeah, which means he probably also told everything to
2: steve oh i think steve knows everything
1: and he probably threw out some basic hypnotisms like you'll feel like shit if anyone asks you if i'm the biblical antichrist yeah
2: you'll you'll just like go quiet yeah and not be able to say anything because
1: when stanton and buck talked to steve several chapters before and they mentioned things steve just feels quiet again <laughs> he's <laughs>
2: extremely like westworld situation where it's yeah. like this is not match with my programming mm-hmm. i cannot say that doesn't this. Look it's-
1: like anything to me.
2: Yeah, exactly. So then we cut back over to Rayford, Bruce, and Chloe, who are watching because I guess this press conference does still happen. Yeah, which is a little confusing because Nikolai earlier was like, "We're going to close the UN for the day," but I so guess I they go ahead with yeah. The press he's conference.
1: doing the press conference. Part of the press conference is closing the UN, um, and then Ray he literally does the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where he stands up and points at the TV
2: <laughs>
1: when he sees Hattie, and I they're like. like hey, is that fucking Hattie? <laughs> like, yeah, that's Hattie. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. But and, Buck's not there. Fuck.
2: And they immediately get really worried about Buck not being there. And they're like, damn, I hope he didn't get all caught up. In yeah. This.
1: He might already be thralled by the Antichrist. Yeah. Good luck to him.
2: Luckily, we know. That's not true. Back, back to Buck just in general. And he's thinking about how, like, damn, I'm really glad I got saved before going into that room. Because if I hadn't, I would for sure be one of Carpathia's puppets right now.
1: Yeah, because he does go and basically say, um... He kind of says both things, which is sort of confusing, meaning God can't protect you from everything because you are in a very dangerous time. You're in a fallen world. That being said, he needs God's powers to stop Carpathia's brain pilling yeah or whatever it's so, like
2: carpathia is a mind player
1: right exactly so it, it kind of goes back and forth on that whether or not being saved will help you but they do say explicitly he was able to resist carpathia and see everything because he was saved so yeah. i guess that's that's the end of the be all but it is a little interesting that they kind of go back and forth on it a little bit
2: so stan bailey shows up to have a chat with buck and buck is like so demoted from his oh job my God.
1: <laughs> Yeah, Stan is just like Reaming him out on this whole thing, and I I
2: yeah,
1: I, I feel for Buck a little bit. I
2: did, like I didn't do anything
1: wrong. <coughs> like I was there, man. Here's my press credentials. Like, yeah, I know you grabbed them, but you dipped. You can't like you clearly don't have a reason. So you are demoted. You you're gonna be part of the Chicago branch.
2: Yeah, and you're- Working for the assistant, yeah, in Washington. Much like
1: I will gladly head up the Chicago branch. No, bitch. All I'm doing is demoting you so that you can't go work someone somewhere else. You'll be a staff writer out of Chicago. Working for that person we made fun of previously in the book.
2: But it's also very funny because like Buck didn't want this job to begin with. Like he kind of just wanted to be a staff writer. Yeah. So I feel hey, he gets me to Chicago now this is all working out for Buck. It is very much opinion.
1: working out for Buck. He gets to move to Chicago. He's it's, gonna
2: obviously go kiss on Chloe and, you know, do Christian shit. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Cause he says earlier that Chloe might actually distract him. From becoming a Christian, what with her curves and all,
2: right? Yes, her her sinful lady body yeah. um, would 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 uh, jostle his
0: mind.
1: Yeah. So he basically gives them a call. Says, "Yep, some fucked up shit happened. Carpathy is the Antichrist, yep. and I'm, on I'm moving. My way. <laughs> I'm moving to Chicago. Please pick me up for the airport."
2: And he also like, "I very much felt your prayers in the meeting, and also." Can I be a member of the Tribulation Force, please? What'd you
1: call it? What's that secret group? Tribulation <laughs> Force. Ah, that's the one.
2: <laughs> oh, and then we get the very ending. So, so yeah. So, again, Buck, like, immediately flies to Chicago. And we get this picture of Buck landing and Bruce and Rayford and Chloe being there to meet him. And they move through the terminal toward the parking garage, striding forward abreast arms around each other's shoulders, knit with a common purpose. Rayford Steele, Chloe Steele, Buck Williams, and Bruce Barnes faced the gravest dangers anyone could face, and they knew their mission. The task of the Tribulation Force was clear, and their goal nothing less than to stand and fight the enemies of God during the seven most chaotic years the planet would ever see. End of book one, they, baby. They really were like, um, can I be the most annoying walking through the airport? <laughs> we need to walk four abreast with our arms around each other. I also I like. I would hate them so much.
1: I still think, even though he's moving to Chicago, he didn't bring a. He didn't check a bag.
2: Oh, I, I fully agree <laughs> with you. Yeah, he has like three pairs of underwear, and that's
1: I, it. I hope in book two they mention something like finally his stuff was shipped here but
2: they probably will
1: because they they gloss over him packing they say he's packing but then he goes to the airport and then this happens so buck gets his wish uh i think in time we will know that's actually a good thing uh and he lives in chicago now it's it's vaguely makes sense uh what with the the new branch needing someone but it they also needed doesn't. to get
2: him they had to get they him just needed to get him chicago. yeah they, they made it work yeah. um and yeah. Guys, I don't think you're gonna be surprised, but do you know what the next book is called? What? It's called Tribulation Force.
1: <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Which is why we did not call this podcast the Tribulation Force. I didn't
2: want to get sued
1: yeah, so by the
2: estate of Tim LaHaye. So we're like Tribulation
1: Force is different. Do you get it? It's
2: different. It's it, a joke, right? You get it. It's funny.
1: So thank <laughs> you so much for being with us for this first book.
2: Oh my gosh. I loved reading it. I did too. No, it was fun. I, I thought that there was gonna be like a big speech at the U like a big speech at the UN. At the like end where of he says
1: something like real anti yeah but like i think that everyone. must be in the next book but yeah. honestly
2: doing like an execution and then like brainwashing everyone was also very sick yeah <laughs>
1: it, it it whips ass and now that we've finished recording this episode i'm like i want to read the, the next one I know. pretty fast so I maybe gotta, i gotta know
0: we'll see <laughs>
1: maybe our time in between books is going to be a little bit less than we thought so to help make sure that that second book second season arc mm-hmm. seal
2: Oh no, man. <laughs> we didn't even talk about any bowls and seals. We got it. Oh.
1: We don't do seasons. We, we do bowls game.
2: Yeah.
1: Uh, to make sure Trumpets. that bowl two comes out, you can head over to patreon.com slash content hole. Yes, that's right. Tim and Jennifer's content hole. That's where you get all the various wonderful, delicious content that you can ever get from Tim and Jennifer. Mm-hmm. If you're listening to this before November 20th, 2020, it's not there yet. It's not
2: there yet, but it will be very
0: soon.
1: Yeah. Uh, but thank you so much to people who have, uh, pledged before we record an official episode later. Mm-hmm. Um, it means a lot, all of you after November 20th, uh, because I think there's gonna be a lot of fun stuff there. Not just Tribulation Farce, obviously. But who knows what? No,
2: I, like, for instance, I f- want to make Tim watch The Omen. It's very relevant to everything we're talking about with Left <laughs> Behind. And I honestly kind of think Tim LaHaye stole some shit from it. <laughs> so, you know, things like that. So some of it will be, like, relevant to, you know, Tribulation Fars. And some of it will just be stuff we're watching are yep. into or whatever.
1: We probably won't finish this podcast if we don't have some sort of... What's what I'm looking for? Incentive? Incentive, yeah. And you know, we're having Motivation. fun. We had a great time here, but there's a real realistic aspect to this content it takes creator time. stuff. It takes time. Jennifer does a lot of research. It takes me a bit to edit. Although once our Patreon gets a little bit bigger, I'm going to hire we're someone to do it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, you also get to be part of it. You get to be a, a little sicko that helps us figure out what to do next and to help inform the content which goes into the whole. So mm-hmm. thank you again. Patreon.com slash content hall. And thank you again so much for everyone who has emailed, who has tweeted, mm-hmm. who has done all sorts of stuff, uh, uh giving us uh little fun stories about your personal tribulation growing up in Hell World and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Keep them coming. It really means a lot. We've had such a great time doing this show, and it's so rad that we got such a fun feedback from y'all.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I just... Thank you, everyone, and I'm looking forward to the next book.
1: Yeah, baby. All right. Well, till next time, Tribulation Farce out.